Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and every day this week, Mercola Healthy Pets is excited to bring you a special interview with a variety of animal professionals and pet lovers that will help bring awareness to the Companion Animal Nutrition and Wellness Institute's latest project. It's called the SPAN Partnership, or the Student Partnership in Animal Nutrition Program. This innovative program provides veterinary students and vet tech students with educational opportunities to learn about companion animal nutrition from unbiased board-certified veterinary nutritionists. Enjoy the interview and consider supporting Can We Span program this week. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Becker, and I'm interviewing Dr. Sujin Gutchow right now about her amazing program that she built from the ground up. Now, in full disclosure and transparency, I have to let everyone know that I met Dr. Gutchow my first day of veterinary school at Iowa State University College of Veterinary Medicine. And I sat next to her. And so in full disclosure, I've known her ever since. So when identifying um, who I could talk about the role of nutrition when it comes to teaching veterinarians and vet tech students, to be honest, I couldn't think of anyone more qualified than Dr. Gutchow, but I also couldn't think of anyone I'd rather interview than Dr. Gutchow. So <laughs> that's my transparency. <laughs> statement. And welcome, Dr. Susan Getchow. Thank you very much, Dr. Karen Becker. It is lovely to see you, and um, uh, it's been lovely to know you all these years. Well, and it has, and our friendship, of course, has evolved and has uh, kind of evolved with both of us doing a variety of different things within our veterinary careers. But I know, of course, about what you've been doing, but you have uh, done a lot of clinical work, but you also now in academia. So talk a little bit about the transition from working clinics and then your desire to actually move into teaching students? Sure. So I, I did work in a clinical practice for many years, um, almost 20 years before entering academia. And there's certainly an uh, aspect of teaching even in clinical practice because one of our main goals in clinics is to educate our clients about how to best take care of their, their pets. Um, so moving into teaching was kind of a natural transition from that. Um, when I started here at Gateway Technical College, there was not a veterinary technician program available. So I um, looked around at other programs that were uh, operational and tried to take best practices from each of them and um, wrote the course curriculum for our program and uh, kind of designed the flow of how our student experience would be here. Um, so our program for veterinary technician education is a two-year program. And we are accredited by AVMA, which means that our students have uh, specified curriculum um, topics that they need to learn, as well as over 300 essential skills that need to be successfully completed before their graduation. So I'm happy to say that we have now had uh, three graduating classes of uh, students. And again, we are accredited. So those students learn um, all sorts of different things during the program. Um, sometimes people will ask me what veterinary technicians do, and I usually tell them it's very analogous to um, nurses, RNs, in the human medical field. Um, and I will often say that veterinary technicians do so much, it's easier for me to tell you what they can't do than it is for me to list what they, what they do. Um, so aside from prescribing medications, doing surgery, and making a diagnosis, veterinary technicians do really everything else. Gosh, they do. Um, they're, they're really an extension. I think about the technician in my life, and more specifically, Ashley, who's been with me the longest. I could not practice without her. Like, she is an extension. She, I mean, I'm capable of doing twice what I could do as one human because I have actually three because she's two. She can work. She's younger, so she has more energy. <laughs> she 
I, I would not want to practice without my certified vet tech because she is not just an extension of what I am doing. She's capable of doing a lot more. Um, so they're, they're essential for us to be effective veterinarians for sure. Susan, when you were putting together your program, um, how do you, of course, I, I would assume that nutrition is a requirement that you have to teach. Do you get like the framework of what AVMA says you need to be teaching and basically fill that in? Or how do you help us understand how you decide how to teach nutrition in a veterinary technician course? Mm -hmm. So um, the AVMA does uh, dictate that nutrition needs to be covered in the curriculum, but they don't necessarily dictate how. Um, so uh, any program that you look at is probably going to be shaped by whoever developed the program. So in our case, that's that's me. Um, and it will be shaped by the faculty in the program. And um, you spoke with my uh, veterinary technician here at the program, Heather, and um, I'm, I'm delighted that she is interested in nutrition as well. So both of us bring a lot of nutrition focus to really every subject area we cover. So as our students learn about disease processes and physiology and anatomy, um, we make those connections with here is how this animal was designed and therefore here's what this animal was designed to eat. Um, and that really uh, triggers some curiosity in our students about, well, then what are we feeding our animals and what should be we, we be feeding our animals? Um, and they begin to see how nutrition really impacts every facet of that animal's well-being. And do you feel like your students are, you've had three classes now, do you feel like the interest, are they asking good questions? Millennials are amazing because they ask questions that like I wasn't thinking about when I was in my early 20s, but I admire them because I just think that they have, their evolution is such that they're asking fantastic questions. Are they coming into the program asking things like, should we be feeding our dogs the same food every day from birth till death? Are they asking common sense things like that? You know, some of them are. Um, I, I think that we have students that come in on every point on the spectrum from, uh, I put this kibble in my dog's dish because that's what I was told to do and that's what, that's what people do, all the way up to I home cook for my animals because I have researched this and because um, I have tried to find the latest information and I wanna do the absolute best for my, my pet and we see anywhere on that spectrum. Um, so some of them come in asking questions and some of them start asking questions as they learn more about um, animal health and animal disease and what we can do to not only treat those diseases but hopefully prevent them to begin with. So um, I love it when my students start asking those questions as they learn more and more when they go through the program. Well, and I'm so excited and I'm so thankful, and I told Heather this too, I'm so thankful that I believe that you almost have a 2.0 curriculum in that both of you, in fact, I think all of your faculty is pretty focused on nutrition, which is a breath of fresh air for me, uh, because I don't feel like my veterinary training was necessarily, at least for the small animal part, which is what I tracked. I, there was not a board certified nutritionist at Iowa State that taught me independent, unbiased nutrition. So I, I wish I would have had that going through vet school. Um, would you say that other vet tech programs or veterinary schools in general, the, the focus on nutrition could be quite a bit and then all the way down to just bare minimum requirements? I'm assuming it's, it's like veterinary schools. 
Yeah, absolutely. Since the AVMA requirement is nutrition is listed in the requirements, but it is not prescriptive in terms of what specifically we will teach about nutrition or how we will go about doing that, it can range uh, from bare minimum coverage to uh, as much emphasis as the instructor wishes to place on uh, nutrition. And um, both Heather and I point out the role nutrition plays in every aspect of patient care that veterinary technicians are in, uh, involved in. So in clinical pathology, when we talk about diseases and how we diagnose them, we talk about the nutritional impact on that uh, disease or the, um, the role that nutrition might play in development or treatment of that disease. When we talk about surgical nursing, we talk about how nutrition is integral to the healing of that patient and how we might need to adjust nutritional um, requirements or nutritional uh, provisions to meet those changing needs of that patient. Um, but it is certainly possible that uh, if a program did not have a nutrition focus, students might not receive much information uh, regarding the role of nutrition in their, their patient's health. So it is very dependent on um, who is presenting that information and how much importance they give to that information. It's so refreshing that you provide such a fantastic focus. That's, that's exactly the training I wish I would have received uh, during veterinary school it, as how nutrition plugs into every aspect of what I was learning and I didn't receive that. So it's fantastic that you're doing that. Could you see, Susan, for other programs that maybe don't have a focus on nutrition, could you see where a a plug-and-play program may be beneficial where if we had board-certified nutritionists teaching objective unbiased nutrition, especially part of some of the pieces that we didn't get, some of the conventional diets where the established research is out there. But in the last 20 years, the fastest growing segment of the pet food industry is fresh food and the amount of fresh food education being done to vet tech students or offered to vet tech students and veterinarians is quite minimal or actually none, which leaves this space that when vet techs graduate or young veterinarians graduate, they end up not having the resources and the tools, the knowledge base necessary to carry on an important conversation that many pet parents are bringing into that exam room and vets aren't necessarily well equipped to answer. Could you see where a, a program offering additional education could be beneficial in some of those circumstances? Oh, absolutely. Um, I didn't receive any of that in vet school either since we sat next to each other in, in our courses. Um, and, and I think that's probably true for many veterinarians who are involved in veterinary technician programs. And uh, a vet tech program to be accredited does need to have a, a licensed veterinarian uh, who is a graduate of an AVMA accredited veterinary school uh, associated with their program. So that veterinarian is probably helping to drive some of that nutrition education in the vet tech program. And if they didn't receive it, they're probably not going to feel terribly comfortable passing any nutrition information along to their students. So if there were um, a program available for veterinary technician programs to utilize to help um, make sure that they are presenting all of the information that they want their students to have and make sure that it is correct information um, and stepping outside of their comfort zone of what they've learned in their own veterinary education, that would be enormously helpful to those programs that maybe don't feel equipped to take that on. 
Yeah, and I couldn't agree with you more. Hence our desire to introduce the SPAN program, which is the Student Partnerships in Animal Nutrition, that would be taught through uh, can we uh, board certified nutritionists that are independently operating to provide some nutrition education for both the vet techs and veterinary students? That's exactly what our goal is. And so we appreciate the fact that you are passionate about nutrition, but that you're also interested in exploring opportunities to be able to provide as much additional nutrition training to your students as possible. And we appreciate you open-mindedness in participating in uh, the conversation today around how important food is, especially when it comes to those of us that are providing care for animals. Food is an important part of helping that healing or recovery process to occur. Absolutely. And thank you for providing this potential opportunity for our students to have additional information and additional education, because uh, the more that we can give them, the better they will be and the better their patients will be in the future. So we yeah. appreciate that. Thanks, Susan. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem at all. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to start off by asking, who are you? <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and you know how you became interested in nutrition specifically? Tell us about your journey. Sure. Um, so my name's Ed Carlson. I'm a certified veterinary technician, and I am also a veterinary technician specialist in nutrition, um, which is, I'm sure, why I've been asked to uh, speak with you today, which is awesome. Um, my journey really started um, as far as nutrition goes when I was working in internal medicine um, at a busy specialty hospital, and I quickly learned that not only could, did I really enjoy researching um, different um, diet options um, and things like that for different disease processes and different clients and pets, um, but also that that was something that I was really um, able to help provide um, the internist that I was working with, um, really with um, some good information that helped uh, the appointments go more smoothly and more quickly. Um, and as I learned more, and working in that environment was a great learning experience for me, as I learned more, uh, I had more and more clients that would call and you know, request to speak to me versus um, speaking with the, the specialist, the doctor. So. Um, so that was pretty cool. That's wonderful. So, right, what do you think right now, Ed? Um, how do veterinary technicians, um, how are they involved in nutrition education in general practice or in the cl clinical setting? What, what's your perspective or your overview of that right now? You know, I'm, so let me clarify by saying I do a lot of um, speaking at national and regional conferences, um, mainly to technicians, but to veterinarians as well. And I'm, I'm oftentimes disappointed um, kind of in the, the conversation that I have with some of the technicians that are attending some of the lectures, not because of their knowledge or their interest isn't there, but more so many times that they really aren't being utilized as well as they could be um, in the veterinary hospital um, to really provide, again, more um, client education and assistance to both um, clients and, and veterinarians. So I definitely think that um, helping to educate 
the whole veterinary team on the role of the veterinary technician um, in respect to nutrition and how we can really play such a vital role um, in, in the hospitals um, is really a, a focus that we need to, to look at. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree. Um, I love the word veterinary team because I think it, it takes a team to, you know, manage patients and certainly provide, you know, the type of care that pet parents want today. Um, do you do you think it would, um, do you see a need uh, for perhaps more nutrition education or, you know, uh, giving veterinary technicians maybe during their training um, more support and more knowledge so that they can, you know, be stronger in, in the clinics and in general practice? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think education is never wasted, but um, nutrition being so vitally important to what we do with trying to provide, you know, excellent health care for our veterinary patients, um, there's, there's really, um, the sky is the limit as far as I'm concerned with how much education we can really provide to our teams for that. Um, you know, as I said, speaking at some of the, the conferences and things, I feel like people are really very hungry for this knowledge. Um, and my lectures are, are often very full. Um, uh, and uh, that's wonderful. But um, I really wish that more people were getting more um, information uh, and more education on nutrition um, earlier on in their careers. Yeah, and it, you know, I think what really strikes me too is your comment about um, how you know when you started to embrace nutrition and practice. I mean, you were engaging with the clients. I mean, Absolutely. I I know when I was in private practice, it seemed like that uh, when my pet parents, my clients could. Uh, you know, engage with my technicians and work with them, you know, that's where that team thing starts to really get developed. But it, it takes, you know, it takes getting our, our technicians early, I think, getting them confident and speaking up and, and kind of seizing that role. You know, the veterinarians, we, we get busy, there's, you know, all the checklists that we have. So um, I just think it's a, a, a wonderful thought and, and need to have that happen, you know, have the, our, you know, early in their education, if they can feel strong about that and confident to deliver information. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think um, some of the places that we can really make a, a big impact perhaps would be um, some of the, uh, the colleges that have both a veterinary program and a veterinary technology program. If we could do really some, um, some lectures that have both students involved and really talk about that team and how we can work together so well um, and the roles of each of the, the players, basically. Um, that's one of my favorite things um, when I go to a conference and some, some of the um, uh, regional conferences will have tracks where really veterinarians and technicians really are all in the same room often, oftentimes, a little bit more so than, than some of the national conferences. And uh, I love those kind of settings because then again, I can talk to, to both groups and say, hey, technicians, remind your doctors this, and hey, doctors, remember your technicians should be doing that, you know? Yes, yes. I I remember um, when I spoke up in Vermont, which I, I know that's one of the meetings that you speak at and are involved with. Um, it was it was a collection of you know veterinarians and their technician and their staff and um, right. being able to deliver that information to them. But then what you're saying too is um, some of these veterinary training programs for technicians are in, you know they're tied right they're tied to some of the veterinary 
uh, colleges. So we could almost get kind of a, a uh, two bonuses. One, you know, getting veterinary veterinary students understanding nutrition and using technicians and technicians learning all at the same time. Absolutely, because we really, so much of the information both groups really need, but they also need to really um, understand how that team dynamic can work. Um, and so I do think that, you know, kind of catching them um, in the beginning of their training or at least early on like that, um, while both groups are, are, are really learning, um, you know, that in my ideal world, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone, maybe. Um, but also, maybe there could be times when we had, you know, a, a veterinary nutritionist, um, as well as a, a technician kind of presenting together to some of these groups and, and talking to them. Those are those are all great ideas. And that's really what we're looking for with this fundraiser is to provide programs like you're talking about, where we can, you know, build these teams, because I, I just think pet parents have tons of questions. I, I mean, it can be overwhelming. Um, and I think it's very important that both the veterinarians and their their technicians, they can embrace those questions. I, I just don't think it's those questions are getting answered in general practice. Yeah, I would agree with you. And unfortunately, I think that's why so often um, we're not having good compliance with our nutritional recommendations, um, not only because oftentimes um, our clients are not getting all their questions answered, or um, perhaps they're going to um, a pet supply store for other things. And as soon as they walk in, somebody's asking about what they're feeding and, and trying to persuade them that potentially they could be feeding something else. Um, and if we really are kind of taking that conversation back, we really need to educate the client as to why it's so important and why our recommendation um, really makes so much more sense with the amount of training and knowledge that we have versus you know, somebody that's working in the, at the pet store um, and, and the follow-up, I think. So again, that's something that technicians are, are really um, able to do really well uh, that oftentimes isn't happening both in general practice and in specialty medicine with you know following up to make sure we're, we're really continuing on with whatever the plan is including nutrition um, and again teaching everyone that hey technicians should be doing this and um, can be making a big difference um, in our compliance and and therefore helping pet parents and uh, as well as the patient which is what we're here to do yeah so you mentioned, as you mentioned, you do a lot of speaking. I know at CE, um, you travel a lot. You're meeting a lot of veterinarians, veterinary technicians, um, students training to be technicians. What are some of the questions you're getting about nutrition? What are you getting asked when you're out there? One of the, my favorite questions, I'm sure you get as well, is, well, you know, what food would you feed your pet? Uh, and what do you think is the best? And how do I decide what's the, the best recommendation to, to make to my clients? Um, right now, there is so much uh, uh, conversation about um, grain-free diets and potential links to heart disease and all of those types of things that people are asking about as well. Um, and really, it's simple things many times, like how do I read a pet food label? Um, some um, simple nutritional calculations and, and things like that are some of the things that I feel like I get questions about a lot. Um, and honestly, many times those are um, 
lectures uh, that have those components in them tend to be um, pretty well attended. And sometimes even when they're just on the technician track, um, I find that I'm having uh, veterinarians come to those too. Not, they may not be able to actually list that as, you know, I've gone to this CE, maybe it won't count for their renewal, but they want that information because either they didn't get it um, or they really need a refresher. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. There's a lot of... Um... Yeah, there's a lot of questions you hear over and over again, but they want they want recommendations. Um, they want recommendations from veterinarians, and they want recommendations from that team, from technicians. And and to me, I think just like you, you know, nutrition is really a foundation. I can't think of any instance um, where it it you know even in you know health. I always feel like we can make them healthier and if they have a chronic disease, we can, we can do a better job of managing chronic disease right. with using nutrition. Yeah, there have been some, some studies that have done, been done um, online for people that, you know, have had, for instance, um, newly diagnosed diabetic animals, um, and within like the first year doing a, kind of an online survey, you know, where did you get your information? Did you make changes? Did you follow the recommendation? And, um, I, I don't remember those off the top of my head, but I know I have them worked into one of my lectures that it really is very disappointing that um, so much of what clients are oftentimes getting um, isn't from the veterinary team. Um, and um, partially what they're getting, of course, is from Dr. Google, uh, which we know they're going to go to. So, you know, that's one of my big take-home messages in so many of my talks is, okay, we know that they're going to Google this when they go home. So can't we provide them with some good resources or at least educate them about, make sure you're going to a reputable site and you know not going to that site that has a blog written by Dr. So-and-so about diabetic cats. And when we do a little research, find out Dr. So-and-so is actually a human dentist that has no nutrition training because it says doctor in front of his name. Some clients just assume that he knows what he's talking about. So. Um, Again, these are all things that, that technicians can be really helping with um, and trying to educate our clients. Yeah, and, and we do. I think we need to, I don't think pe um, pet parents are aware that there are, are um, specialists, veterinarians who have done extra training to in nutrition and then technicians who have done extra training in nutrition. I mean, you know, in human hospitals, they do, they'll have like a nutrition team, um, and especially for something like diabetes. I mean, diabetic management is a nutrition team and, and we need to start doing that as well. Um, we, we need to get the word out, don't we, that we yeah. exist. Absolutely, yes. Um, there's so much about um, our profession, both as veterinarians and veterinary technicians, that the general public doesn't understand, or even the, the human medical community doesn't really understand <laughs> the training that we have, the things that we do, how things are so similar. Um, and so really helping to educate everyone, um, not only um, students, but even the general public about all of these, uh, these things really um, is, is something that I think we all need to work on. Well, I, I really appreciate you taking this time. Um, this fundraiser is, you know, is very, um, it's very important. And I know you and I have kind of talked about that. I'm hoping that you're going to be a part of helping us to help our veterinary technicians um, and help us develop some of these programs with this type of funding so we can build solid nutrition foundations in them. I want, I want to see the technicians, you know, jump in there, um, be 
become part of the team. Uh, I just, I, I think that's a win-win. I think, you know, every pet parent needs, has, needs that kind of team when they go for a visit, you know, get the things they need done, but then have, you know, both their veterinarian and their technician on the same, um, in the same place. And then the follow through, like you spoke with, um, those, that is just critical. Um, that's how we're going to see them live longer. I honestly believe that L live longer and healthier with that Absolutely. kind of care. Absolutely. And again, I try and tell technicians when I'm, I'm giving talks that really, especially as you mentioned, a lot of these animals with chronic disease processes and things like that, um, really, I, I start my conversation with, hey, I know you're getting a lot of information today. It's going to be really overwhelming, but I want you to know we're a team. And not only um, are we a team here within the hospital, but you, the client, and I are going to be a team as well. And so when you have questions, you know, give me a call, shoot me an email, and or whatever is the easiest communication tool um, to get this information for you. And, and that way we can help Fluffy to live a longer and, and happier life and have a good quality of life. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping I can be part of um, the things that you're, you're planning, um, and I really appreciate um, the invitation to do so. Well, you said the you said the most important word. That's we, and that's why it's Companion Animal Nutrition and Wellness Institute with the we. So, and I'm a we person. So I'm always always about getting more people involved because that's how we can do it better. I mean, with your background, your experiences, um, you know, that's what this is all about. And again, thank you so much for doing this interview and spending some time with me. I appreciate it. No problem, Donna. Happy to be here. Thanks so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's interview and please consider supporting CanWe's new SPAN program to help educate the next generation of veterinary students and vet tech students about the importance of good food for pets. Donation links can be found in the article below this video. Mm -hmm.